Welcome to Just Talk About Mental Health. Hello and welcome back to Just Talk About Mental Health. So as many of you noticed, there was quite a little hiatus between my last podcast. It was much harder than I had expected. And with Miss Kentucky coming up and taking accounting again, my schedule was just way too jam-packed for making another podcast. I apologize. I have my little dog, Freddie, behind me burrowing into my comforter. So he can be a little distracting, and I apologize. (laughs) I wish you guys could see him. He's the cutest thing in the world. He snuggled all the way in. But for this podcast, as you could expect, I will be talking about mental health and pageants just coming off of Miss Kentucky Week. As you can probably tell in my voice, I have a bit of a cold. The days were pretty long with some later nights that your immune system, just no matter how much vitamin C you take, you're going to get a little stuffy, and allergy season is once again in full bloom, so I have my Flonase inhaling, and it's just, it's a time. It's a time when you got allergies, but mental health and pageants is something that probably most people think to have a negative connotation, that it would really make you feel down on yourself and having so much time to compare yourself to others to it ends up just getting in a little murky waters but for me pageants have been the complete opposite. My journey in the Miss America organization started when I competed for Miss Kentucky. My first ever pageant was Miss University of Kentucky my freshman year And that was back when swimsuit was still in, and I had always had horrible body dysmorphia, and I had an eating disorder throughout middle school and high school. So getting out on stage in a bikini was something I had never imagined myself being able to do, and it really had taken me a lot of courage to muster up and get there. I walked up on that stage with a huge smile plastered to my bubblegum pink lips, and it was a beautiful light blue Jamie Shaw swimsuit with white trim, you know, one of those really expensive bathing suits that you're not supposed to ever get in the water, (laughs) but I got it used so it was cheaper, and it was a feeling of relief that washed over me because in that moment I realized even though I was getting judged crazy enough in the moment I realized the only person that can change my body image is myself and it didn't matter that I looked at these pictures of a girl who was 115 pounds I still felt that I was huge and that the skinny mini in the photo, there was no way that it was me and there was this separation that there's no way I could actually look like that. 
which I believe really goes to show with eating disorders, you can look at yourself and really see that, okay, yeah, I am kind of skinny now and I might really be getting there to where I thought I wanted to be, but I never could look at myself in the photo and say, yes, that is me. I look good. I would look at the photo and say, oh yeah, she looked good, but that's not me. And that is another whole rabbit hole that I will get into in a different podcast. But why pageants have really improved my mental health actually stems from what I chose for my platform, which in the beginning was a little branch off of the Dove Real Beauty campaign. I wanted to speak about body image and loving yourself because it was something I was having such a hard time working on. I thought, you know, I am someone who if I help others, I will start to feel a sense of accomplishment in myself seeing them succeed. So I decided that I wanted to set out on helping other girls love their body in hopes that I would find out how to love my own. It then grew into advocacy for mental illness until it grew into what it is now, which is just talk about it, strengthening families through understanding mental health. And I actually finally had got myself help when I was writing my first platform statement for the current My Social Impact Initiative. And I realized, how can I truly help others? If I cannot help myself, I was telling people that, you know, maybe you should start looking into therapy, but I had never gone to therapy and I was in a really dark hole. I was starting to have these little vision things where I thought I saw people running past me out of the corner of my eye or these little orbs that would be floating around. And I knew when I started seeing these things that something was wrong. I became terrified of my own brain, and I truly believe that if I wasn't in this organization that I might not have been able to get the help that I really needed because I wouldn't have been so in tuned to myself. And the other great thing was I had an amazing support system of poised, successful, well-spoken women behind me who were not just my competitors. They wanted to help me succeed as well. And I think that is something that a lot of people don't understand that backstage, there are not girls taking their red lipstick and swiping it on your red dress. So all of a sudden you have a red mark down your back that is going to make you not be as appealing to the judges. We're all back there making sure everything is zipped up. Straps are all in. You can't see anything. And also back then in swimsuit, we were spraying each other's butts with glue or rolling it on and holding swimsuits down to make sure no one's moved. And it's a really helpful, nurturing environment that many people do not expect would be backstage in a competition-like atmosphere. And especially coming from the horse world, you only see your competitor when they're coming in and out of the ring before or after you. And it's not that they don't want you to do well, it's 
they have no hand in making sure you do well and helping you while in pageants. You make sure you fluff out the girl's train before she goes on stage before you and the little things of telling other girls that you believe in them so someone knows that they have someone in their corner. But of course, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. At times, there's going to be some girls who do get a little catty because when you're spending the day from 9 a.m. to midnight out at luncheons, talks, and then rehearsal when you're someone like me and you have two left feet and you can't dance for the life of you and you're falling over trying to do a simple jazz square, you can get very exhausted and how you take care of your emotions really comes out in these situations and you can learn about yourself. So for me, in these situations, I always like to now take a step back and think, what is the most constructive thing that I can do, not just for me, but for this other person? That maybe someone does snap at me, but I'm not going to get petty and snap back at them. I'm going to take a breath and see what this person needs that maybe they spent the whole morning and they messed up their talent practice rehearsal and they're now really worried for how they're going to perform later. Me snapping back at that person could just make them that much more nervous and that much more on end and that's not going to be helpful to them. And not that I think of myself as this high, mighty being who, oh yes, I can fully control my emotions. Ha ha ha. I cannot <laughs> all the time. And there was one night where we were talking during this meditation and we had to start writing down answers to questions of what got you into pageantry and what are you wanting to accomplish this week and I was ready to start crying at that first question why I got into it because Sarah, my horse coach, who ended up being my pageant coach, she's the one that got me into it. And I started competing in pageants because she believed in me. And she believed that this was something that I could succeed in. And I knew she would never set me up for failure. So having someone believe in me was this overwhelming feeling and I had to continue on answering a few more questions as tears were bawling up in my eyes and finally when they were like okay we might start discussing these I was like peace I'm gonna go to the bathroom and I sat and cried in the bathroom for 15 minutes and then I had went and talked with the former Miss Kentucky and a few of the house moms and they were absolutely so supportive and so amazing because I was crying and I was like, I don't think I deserve to be here. I'm not as accomplished. I'm not this. I'm not that. And they reminded me to take a step back and say, look at everything you have done to get yourself to this point and look at all of your hard work. And having someone remind me of what I've done to get here was very helpful because I'm not the kind of person where I need you to blow smoke up my bum and tell me I'm amazing, but reminding me of tangible events and where I have come from in the past four years of competing. It took me four years of competing in local pageants 
to finally get that crown. And that was because I was determined. I not only wanted that crown, it wasn't even in the end that I wanted that crown. I loved working with my platform. And I loved talking to people about mental health and mental illnesses and realized having this outlet was exactly what I needed to strengthen my own mental health and make sure that I kept myself in check. It was also an outlet to tell my story and what I had gone through to help other kids not have to go through what I had and know that they were not alone. So I would say that overall, pageants have greatly improved my mental health, even though I just came from a very long, exhausting week that I got a cold. I would not want to change this experience for the world, and I am so grateful that I was given this opportunity. Because my baby, she's a real peach, even when the night comes.